This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. In excited anticipation. When you're in excited anticipation, you don't get discouraged in your time of waiting. All, those of us that have been expected, expectant moms or dads, you're so excited that you tell other people that are going to be happy and celebrate with you. While we're waiting or while we're in the waiting process, while we're in the anticipation process, we have to continue to hear the word and read the word and study the word and meditate on the word and revelate on the word and remember the word and act on the word or in other words do the word and of course we have to say the word according to Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 in the King James version it reads this way for I know the thoughts I think toward you saith the Lord thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end to give you an expected end well I need to announce to you in case you're not already on the same page with me the expected end is I win I win my discussion for today is expect to win. Expect to win. Nobody getting excited but me. Expect to win. If I'm in it, I'm going to win it. I'm always in it to win it. When you're in it to win it, you understand that you have to approach God in expectation. You don't approach God with your knuckles dragging the ground and your head hung low. We approach him as a loving father that we can ask anything for. How many of us parents, your kids cut the fool and with a straight face, they come right on and ask for something? Am I the only parent there? But then the, the amazing part is we be going over backwards to do it after they've cut the fool because they come with such expectation. You got to understand that the Holy Spirit moves in an environment of expectation. The Holy Spirit moves in an environment of expectation. Therefore, don't let anything stand between you and winning. Let nothing stand between you and winning. I need you to expect to be healed. Expect to be delivered. Expect to be set free. Expect to be happy. Expect to be healed. Expect to be whole. Expect to be pain free. Expect to be debt free. Expect to be prosperous. Expect to be happily married. Expect to be creative. Expect to be successful. 
Expect to be well sought after. Expect the great. Expect the great. Expect the great. And you better expect to win. Would you point at somebody across the room and say, expect to win. Expect to win. According to our anthem, the DFC anthem in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, now faith manifests things expected and proves the existence of things not seen. That's the Pastor Andrea translation. Now faith manifests things expected and proves the existence of things not seen. Always approach God in expectation. Approach God in expectation. Understand that the Holy Spirit moves in the environment of expectation. When you create an environment of expectation, you can look to see the Holy Ghost move on your behalf. Are you listening to me? I need you to understand and get a revelation that you can't even plan to win unless you're expecting it. How do you, how do you think you're going to win unless you expect to win? When they go to the Olympics, have you ever heard anybody say, I'm going for the bronze? No, I'm going for the gold because I'm always in expectation to win. Would you point across the room and tell somebody, expect to win? Now, here's the deal. Oftentimes, we say we're expecting or we have the facade that we're expecting. We even do the church things that look like we're expecting, but sometimes we're really not expecting let me qualify it in scripture. Acts chapter 12. King Herod got into his head to go after some of the church members. He murdered James, John's brother. When he saw how much it raised his popularity ratings with the Jews, he arrested Peter all during the Passover week, mind you, and had thrown him in jail, putting four squads of four soldiers each to guard him. Four times four is... 16. Come on, mathematicians. Four times four is 16. 16 guards for one man? What a threat Peter must have been. Here's a side note. What a threat you must be. Oh, hallelujah. He was planning a public lynching after Passover. All the time that Peter was under heavy guard in the jailhouse, the church prayed for him, the Bible says, most strenuously. Who prayed for him? The church, or in other words, the church people. The church people prayed for him 
most strenuously. What did I say? Most strenuously. What did I say? Most strenuously. Strenuously has reference to zealously, eagerly, vigorously, laboriously, and even exhaustingly. So they were doing some praying, praying and sweating and crying and hooping and hollering. All of the church vernacular that people do, the church outward show that people do. But what's really their expectation? Verse 6 says, then the time came for Herod to bring him out out for the kill. That night, even though shackled between two soldiers on either side, you shackled to two soldiers on both sides, that's four, and it had to be 12 others at the door over here. And these are armed guards. These are armed soldiers. Listen to me. Peter had to have been a great threat. Listen to me. Just like you must be a great threat to the kingdom of darkness. The scripture says Peter slept like a baby. You about to be executed and you sleeping like a baby? Peter slept like a baby. And there were guards at the door keeping their eyes on the place because Herod was taking no chances. Verse 7. Suddenly there was an angel at his side. And light light flooding the room, an angel at his side and light flooding the room. The angel shook Peter and got him up. You are knocked out if all this bright light didn't wake you up. The angel got to shake you to wake you. Peter, that was peace that passes understanding. And mouth guard your heart and your mind. So the, the room, the place was filled with light. And the angel had to shake Peter to get him up and said, hurry. The handcuffs fell off his wrists. And the angel said, get dressed and put on your shoes. And Peter did. I would have too. Then grab your coat and let's get out of here. Peter followed him but didn't believe it was really an angel. He thought he was dreaming. 10. Past the first guard and then then the second one. Then they came out to the iron gate that led into the city. Listen, it swung open before them on its own and they were out in the street free as a breeze. Free as a breeze. At the first intersection, listen, the angel left him to go his own way. Well, here's a reminder. Divine help is for what you can't do on your own. I said divine help is for what you cannot do on your own. He couldn't, he couldn't have the uh, shackles fall off on his own. He couldn't have the door open. That's what the angel was there for. But Peter still had work to do on himself. He had work to do. Oftentimes we keep expecting a miracle for stuff that we can do. We expect a meteorite to hit our credit bureau. When all you have to do is get a budget and pay your stuff on time. Come on. The angels don't do what you can do. You got to do your part. That's when Peter realized. 
the master sent his angel to rescue him from Herod's vicious little production and the spectacle the Jewish mob was looking forward to. Still shaking his head amazed, he went to Mary's house, the Mary who was John Mark's mother. The house was packed with praying friends. The house was packed with praying friends. The house was packed with praying friends. Remember the church people were praying how? Most strenuously. How were the church people praying? Most strenuously. So here it is, the house packed with praying friends who were the church people who were praying how? Most strenuously. So when he knocked on the door to the courtyard, a young woman named Rhoda came to see who it was. But when she recognized his voice, Peter's voice, she was so excited and eager to tell everyone Peter was there that she forgot to open the door and left him standing out in the street. That's exciting, isn't it? You hear his voice and you run to tell everybody, Peter's here. And he's steady outside the door. Verse 15. But they wouldn't believe her. They wouldn't believe her. Dismissing her, dismissing her report, you're crazy, they said. She stuck by her story, insisting. Insisting means she kept on saying it over and over. I'm not going to relent. I know I'm not crazy. I know Peter's voice. I know I heard him out in the courtyard. They still wouldn't believe her and said, it must be his angel. All this time, poor Peter was standing out in the street, knocking away. But this is what caught me. Really, I had to stop and think about it. I had to chew on this part. It said that they wouldn't believe her. It didn't say that they couldn't. And it didn't say that they shouldn't. So apparently she was reputable. Reputable. She was somebody that they could trust, that they could rely on, especially if you're the one handling the door. They had to be able to trust her. Are you listening to me? So it didn't say that they couldn't trust her or that they shouldn't trust her. It was that they would not trust her. Well, why not? Because they were not really expecting anything to happen. If they were really expecting something to happen as soon as she came, they would have been jumping up and down and shouting and running and knocking tables over, right? But they told her, you crazy. We in here praying. That got to be his ghost. That has to be an angel. It can't be Peter. Peter in the jail. They about to execute him. Well, what are we in here praying for then? Why are we in here laboring most vigorously, most strenuously? What are we doing? What is all of this about? Why am I in it if I'm not expecting to win it? Why show up? Why do all of this? Why get out of the bed? Why recite the scriptures? Why assemble together? Why read the word? Why make confessions if you're not going to expect nothing? These are the fundamentals of our faith. Ask, believe, confess, demonstrate, and expect. If I'm not expecting nothing, then what am I doing? Why am I showing up? Why am I paying tithe? Why am I giving offering? Why am I serving? Why am I being faithful? Why do I pray? Why am I praying most strenuously? 
Oftentimes we do things because it's an emotional release. But how many know emotions have nothing in the world to do with it? Because faith does not require any sense realm evidence at all. Then verse 16 says, finally, they opened up and saw him. Finally? Finally. It said they wouldn't believe the girl. Didn't say she wasn't credible. Didn't say they didn't have a reason. They just would not believe her. All the while, they're still in there hooping and hollering, screeching and wailing and crying, sweating, getting musty. For what? If you're not going to expect God to move. It says, finally. The dictionary says finally means at last. At last? Last means that's the last thing you did. At last, that's the last thing you did. Out of all this trying to figure it out, well, maybe it's this ghost or maybe she hearing things. Out of all those other things, at la- the very last thing you do, at last, it goes on to say, eventually, and then here's the real kicker, kicker. After considerable delay. After considerable delay? But y'all been in there. The church people. The church people. Been in there. Praying most strenuously. What is the purpose of it if you got to have a long delay before you can expect God to move? Listen, if I'm in it, I'm only in it for one reason. That's to win it. I'm in it to win it. Come on, would you say out loud, I expect to win. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, I expect to win. I expect to win. Finally, at last, eventually, after considerable delay, they opened up and saw him and went wild. Well, anybody could go wild in. After you've exhausted everything else that could have possibly perhaps been the answer to your prayer other than the actual answer to your prayer. Why were you in there most strenuously praying? Let me stop for a moment and ask you, what are you praying about most strenuously? What's knocking on your door? while you're praying most strenuously. Y'all ain't got to even say nothing to me. There are things that are knocking on your door. You've already prayed. God has already heard you. The angel has already been sent out. If I ask a, a show of people to stand up and show how God has worked miracles in your life, everybody in the room would stand up. Remember, the angels would do the miraculous things that you can't do. 
He couldn't open the doors. He couldn't cause the chains to fall. That's what the angel did. And then he could do the rest of the part. Then the angel left. But we want to stand and testify. I mean, testify. (laughs) But we don't never want to do our part. Our part is to expect with excitement, with anticipation, when you've got the answer to your prayer, knocking on the door. You've been praying most strenuously. You just came off of a 21-day fast. You gave up some of your favorite things. You got off of social media. You begin to give unlike ever before. And the very thing that you have asked God for most strenuously is already knocking on your door. But you're not opening up because your expectation is out of order. Your expectation is broke. It's broken. You've been so disappointed. You've been so hurt. You've been so scarred. You've been so betrayed that your expectation on the things that you're praying about most strenuously is out of order. It's broken. If your expectation is not in service, if your expectation is out of order, Here's my decree. Fix it. Fix it. Now, faith manifests things expected. You need your expectation to be back on point. You don't have no room for your expectation to be broken and out of order and out of service. Fix it now. 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 Why? Because faith is always now. If it's not now, then it's not faith. Now faith manifests things expected. And now my faith proves the existence of things not seen. I have to worry about it because I don't see it. I don't even got to worry about that. I just keep pulling it in. I keep pulling it in. I've got it by, by the rope. Now I just keep pulling it in with excitement, keeping that same energy till the manifestation is in my hand as I close let nothing stand between you and winning what did I say let nothing stand between you and winning if people are in your way excuse me pardon me let nothing stand between you and winning would you say out loud I expect to win Expect to be healed. Expect to be delivered. Expect to be set free. Expect to be happy. Expect to be whole. Expect to be pain free. Expect to be debt free. Expect to be prosperous. Expect to be happily married. Expect to be creative. Expect to be successful. Expect to be well sought after. Expect the great. Expect the great. Expect the great. Expect to win. Would you tell tell the person next to you, are you expecting again? Now answer them. Yes! Yes!
I need you to get a revelation that your biggest wins are not behind you. Your biggest wins are before you. I said your biggest wins are not behind you. Your biggest wins are before you. I said your biggest wins are not behind you. Good God Almighty. The biggest wins are before you expect Expect to win. Expect to win. Expect to win. I said expect to win. Expect to win. Expect to win. Losing is not acceptable. Losing is unacceptable. Losing is unacceptable. You ought to put in your mouth, I don't know nothing else but winning. I don't know nothing else but winning. I don't know nothing else. But winning, would you point across the room and tell somebody, don't ever count me out. Don't you ever count me out. You better count me in because I expect to win. Say, I expect to win. Come on and say, I expect to win. As I close, this is my close. Do I have any closes left? This is my last close and my last close. May I modify DJ Khaled's all I do is win, circa 2010, remix circa 2012. He said, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm modifying it. Got Jesus on my mind. I can't never get enough. Every time I step into the building, everybody's hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. And I stay there, what, up, down, up. I'm out of time. Help me hold my mule, Holy Ghost. Come on, would you check your door? Would you check your door and see what's standing outside of your door knocking? Would you check your door? And see what's outside your door knocking. I said, would you check your door and see what's outside your door knocking in Jesus' name. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.